Hi, Moneymakers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, (laughs) share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. I think lifestyle creep is more obvious, I would say, in our generation because of social media. There is this unrealistic expectation that Maybe at 25, you should have had your first house, been in that luxury car, you know, the Lexuses, the Teslas, the BMW, and, you know, had a couple of like designer items in your possession. And that is further from the truth. And I was looking at some like bizarre statistic and it was saying people who are even earning, you know, six figures. 20% of them are living paycheck to paycheck. And that was really shocking for me because when you hear like people are living paycheck to paycheck, you're thinking of people who are low income earners. They're not earning a lot of money. So like every paycheck that comes in their hand can only meet their basic necessities and nothing else. But that's where lifestyle creep is becoming an issue because some people have turned things that were formerly like luxury items to them as their necessities and now they are not able to like have robust savings and investments as people of their caliber should have because they're keeping up with the joneses and it's actually really concerning and for people or anyone who is interested in building wealth that is the quickest way to kill that desire or that dream but what do you think about lifestyle Yeah, I think you've made good points. The first one that comes to my mind is having the right priorities, you know. And like you said earlier, social media is kind of the number one influence when you see, you know, those luxury items, the luxury cars is very, very easy. And I would say it is normal to fall into that kind of psyche where like, okay, I want this as well. Yeah. I want people to believe I'm doing this well. But that's why you have to also have your priorities written down because our emotions can mislead us. But if you have all this documented that, for example, I want to have my emergency fund at social level by the end of the year, something as specific as that, or I want to grow my investment portfolio value to a certain level. That way, even whenever you get the temptation to just spend on things you don't really need, you'll be able to look back at your goals and your priorities and be like, okay, even though I want this, these other priorities I've set for myself are more important. And to so also add to this point, buying luxury items or, you know, treating yourselves once in a while, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. That's how you work. You know, you only live once. But at the same time, you don't want to destroy your future because you want to enjoy your present. That's why everything has to be in balance. For sure. I, I think no one here wants to have like a $400 purse and $20 inside of it. We want the reward $20 purse. <laughs> With $400 inside of it. I think that's the goal for most people when you think about it. Honest, I think most people want both. We want a $1,000 purse with $1,000 inside as well. True. But then again, like what I think about in my mind is that some people are blessed to have both. But mm-hmm. it's a progression. You can't yeah. just jump and have both all of a sudden. I mean, it happens for some people. That's awesome. But for some people, you need to make sacrifices to get there when they can both meet each other, right? We can't say like, oh, how we're acting in college or how we're spending in college is the same way we are now. 
obviously we've had increases on in our incomes and that's why we're able to live the life we have now but it would be silly to when you were in college right get in so much credit card debt to act like you're living as somebody who is earning you know monthly income because what would happen is when you start earning income you have to start paying for those poor decisions you made in the past so you don't want you don't want you to use your present to pay for the past. Instead, you want to use your present to set yourself up for the future, which is why I feel like it's extremely important. I definitely think that people confuse because I can buy it with being able to afford it. And I think those are completely different things. And I, I realized it even more so when I started working because like you see this paycheck hit and you're like, oh my gosh, I can get X, Y, Z. But by the time you pay your rent and everything, this money that you're supposed to use to put towards your savings, a huge chunk of it has got into buying some kind of expensive item. And maybe that was not even my big temptation because like when I see lump sum leaving my account, that's a pet peeve. But one <laughs> of the reasons why I started like taking my budgeting and my expense tracking very seriously is because of the little things, right? I was talking about one time when I would go to Marshall's and I'll pick like three items and all of a sudden, boom, $100, right? But I noticed my biggest expense was like, maybe I would eat out. When you would calculate like going out to eat, before you know it, in one week, you spent almost $200 going out because you were not keeping track of it. So that's another like lifestyle creep that comes into you, like just DoorDash your food, you know, you're working from home, just DoorDash, oh, I'm busy, I, I work. So like, yeah, I can afford to do that. And you're not keeping track of all of this. You're not having like a budget and a set plan. Those are some of the creeps because I don't want people to just think like we're only talking about like big major purchases, like, you know, designer item, but also like the little things. I feel like those little things are actually what hits more people than those big items because I guess a lot of people will not see those big items and really want to like purchase that all at once. So I think... It's very important to budget so you don't fall victim to that. So what would you say would help people not to fall for this lifestyle creep that has taken a lot of people into financial ruin? I'll say for sure, number one is goal setting, because many times we believe we have free money that, oh, okay, yeah. this paycheck just hit is actually free money. I can use it to buy a book. When we start to go forward, now I'll see like, man, okay, I, I should have used that money for something else. So I'll say the very first thing is even before you maybe get your first job, start having goals that you set for yourself, maybe short-term, medium-term, and long-term. I would say, for example, anyone who's coming out fresh from college, the very first thing is to build your savings and build an emergency fund because anything can happen. Look what happened in 2020 with COVID. Thousands of people... Millions of people lost their job all over the world because hotels shut down, parks shut down, and it was just insane. Now, thank God we're grateful that America was able to give the package for the citizens. But how about countries that could not? Yeah. You know, what if the United States did not give the stimulus package for the citizens? You know, so the very first thing is to have some kind of emergency fund that can keep you afloat for maybe three months if you lost your job. And after that, you know, you can have a medium-term goal, maybe studying a, an investment account, nothing out of the ordinary, maybe just ETFs. That way you start your wealth-building journey. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know why we're not saying that you should not enjoy your money, enjoy your money, go on trips. But we believe this are more important because if we don't do this now, we don't want to be 40, 45, just starting to save, just yeah. starting to invest. Not that that's terrible, but you will just miss a whole lot of gains that has been made. And number two, I also say, you know, reduce the social media. You know, social <laughs> media is great. You can learn a lot. I use social media. I get a lot of information. Twitter is like my favorite social media platform, especially with stock news, because I get it so fast. I have my notifications on for many of the news outlets. And before you even see it on TV, it comes out on Twitter very, very quickly. So social media definitely has its place in life, in work, in social standing. But at the same time, when we use it too much, we can start to just, that's where the lifestyle creep comes in, you know? For sure. I definitely think like, yes, you can do all that at 40, but it gets harder because you have responsibilities, you know, exactly. Most people might may have been married if they choose to, or have kids if they want to. Right. So like those kind of responsibilities would hinder you from saving as much as you could have when you're younger and you don't have as much responsibilities, when you don't have to take care of your parents that are older or support someone that you're obligated to, you're, you're free. You, you can do whatever it is you want. So like, like you said earlier, whenever your salary increases, instead of thinking of ways to increase your expenses, think of ways to increase your savings and investing. Because here's why one of the mistakes people make in investing is that they're always looking for a way to maximize their return, which mm. is why they fall for scam. For somebody to be like, oh my gosh, I can turn $500 into $1,000, <laughs> right? But what actually happens most of the time is the larger your investment is, that 5% return, yeah, gets it's a little bigger. it becomes like not just, because think about 5% of 5 or, or 10% of $100 doesn't seem like a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Now take 10% of $100,000. Exactly. 10% of $1 million, 10% of a $1 billion. Now you're like, that 10% doesn't seem so small, does it? <laughs> it does not. So that's one of the reasons why you want to keep increasing that your investment and your savings because when you have enough money saved up, then you can start investing because that's one of the things that I feel like people miss. It's like, if you don't have anything saved up, you really cannot, you know, begin yeah. to invest because at the end of the day, you're going to pull out of your investment whenever it is an emergency comes in. So build your saving and your investment. That way, those little returns, you're not tempted to take more risky positions because you want a bigger return to feed into the lifestyle that you've chosen because you're like, okay, I cannot put $200 and get, you know, that $20 I wanted. So why not just put $100 and look for, you know, like a 20% return that happened. And then you end up making risky gambles and risky trades and then blow up your account because of that. As opposed to like, oh, consistently putting like, you know, the $200 you would have or the $500 of whatever you had, you would have been putting and growing the account little Then those little returns that are more reliable or more not guaranteed because you can't really guarantee anything in the market, but like something you can trust, right? Mm-hmm. Easily. And you don't fall for all those like gimmicks that people come for. So that's just what I think about life cycle in general. Just 
cut your coat according to your size, you know, it, it doesn't happen once. I feel like we're all going to get there where our, you know, $1,000 bag, we have $1,000 inside of it or even <laughs> $1 million inside of it, hopefully. But like, you can't just, you can't skip the process. You have to go gradually. And I think this is where patience comes in because even as a trader, we live in a generation that wants, um, we want the return now. Yeah. We want to be satisfied now. We want to put in the work now and get to the benefit right now. But yeah. when, when you look at many great things that last, they don't happen that way. Mm-hmm. They're built over time with character and also by learning. You know, many people don't want to start with that small trade that maybe you turn um, or you earn maybe 30%. On a trade, no, no, no. We want that five hundred percent, want that thousand percent. Yeah. If that's all we're chasing, there's very good chance, you know, you will not do very well. True. Everything has come down to the foundation. I think social media comes back in when you see someone posting gains of a thousand percent, five thousand percent. Now your eyes are open. You're getting drunk. <laughs> you don't know that that doesn't happen every day. It's rare, and because of that, you're chasing. You're trying to. You're getting into bad trades. You're not doing your risk management and. It's inevitable, you know, you will not be in the business of trading for long if that is your philosophy. Definitely. I totally agree with you. Uh, Just to summarize everything, lifestyle creep definitely is one of the biggest ways to start living paycheck to paycheck, even as a high income earner. And ways to mitigate that is one, budget. You just have to budget. You have to set goals for yourself in order to be successful, what are your priorities? You have to list them out, right? What are you looking forward to? Possibly reduce the social media so that you're not seeing things that are making you compare yourself to other people and leading you into that temptation. And lastly, it's okay to enjoy yourself. It's okay to reward yourself. But after all, it is a reward. It's not something you don't see rewards happening all the time. If not, it would not be. It has to be work. Yeah. <laughs> you you can't it can't happen all the time. If it's happening all the time, then it's not a reward, right? It's just business as usual. Yep. So definitely don't just wake up every day and reward yourself. Unless you're putting in so much work, you're grinding, you're getting promoted uh, every day, you're opening a new business every day. Okay, yeah. then I, I agree. Reward yourself. But most of us are not doing that. I'm alive, I'm gonna reward myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm breathing. I'll reward myself. Well, but <laughs> definitely. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a more chilled episode. We've been talking a lot about, you know, stock market technicalities. And we just start to like bring it back down to what actually affects our day to day life and hopefully sets us up for success. So have a good rest of